What's up guys, it's Hot Take Without the Hot Take here and welcome back to another episode of Junior Senior 2 Views. You know. Let's get straight into it. Okay with the Seahawks signing um, a three-year extension to DK Metcalf. Are you okay with it? I'm okay with it. I don't think the Seahawks really had a choice. I mean, obviously they needed to secure DK Metcalf. He's an yes. exciting wide receiver. He's electric. Uh, they needed to sort of try to keep some level of interest in the team. You know, either that or you lose them somewhere else. So this was about a move to sort of, I guess, let people for, make people move on from Russell Wilson and go, you know, he's moved on, but, you know, DK hasn't. So I think, I think it was a move that had to happen. I think it's an okay re-signing, but um, I just don't... DK is definitely a good receiver. I like him. I like his physical attributes. I like... I think he's definitely a top 15 receiver in the league. But I just don't know what it does for the Seahawks. It doesn't really do much for them. Like, you've got a quarterback, you've got a rookie offensive line, a quarterback carousel of Drew Locke and Geno Smith, which is going to be... You still, need, you still need somebody to throw to. They're going to be yielding for Young this season. You still need to throw to some, yeah. some a wide receiver. They're they're going to be tanking for Bryce Young this season. Um, So they need a new quarterback, so that's who they're going to try and get. But I just don't think anything will change. I think the Seahawks, if they're going to move on from an error, Schneider and Carroll need to go. I I think they need a clean full house. This is not about them. This is about... Whether or not that was a good move for DK, I think it, I think for DK Metcalf it was a good move for the Seahawks. Uh, it's okay. I don't know what it does to move the needle for them right now. They're going for a rebuild. Uh, he's twenty four. He'll be twenty seven once the contract uh, runs down. He'll be right in his prime. I think it's a. I think it's a decent bridge contract. Um, next ju- one. Next one. I do. Yep. Uh, next question is justice served. The six-game suspension for Deshaun Watson or something else? I'm going to tiptoe very much around this. So, um, obviously, Deshaun Watson's been involved in some really, really, really bad stuff. Like, horrible stuff. Uh, particularly concerning uh, his actions around women. Uh, so, initially, uh, he a lot of the... All of the allegations towards him, he that he wasn't found any criminal liability, and he's only had he only has one active uh, civil case right now. He's settled uh, the three more. He only has one more civil case going right now. Uh, with the judge's decision for a six-game suspension, with the amount of women that came forward and alleged this, I don't think it was enough. I think it was a good move for Roger Goodell and a rare good move by the NFL to appeal and they're going to to appeal it and they're going to try and lodge forward a bigger suspension and possibly a fine because I don't there's too many allegations whether they're whether they're true or not you, you can't tell me that 26 women decided to collectively collectively create false allegations for one guy. You you can't tell me. I don't think it was 26, it's 24, but 23 of them he settled with. Yes. So okay, so from from I'll give you my take on it. 
Um, you know, obviously six games is nothing. Six games is like yeah. he did that in his sleep a year ago. Deshaun Watson hasn't played the NFL since the season before last. Mm-hmm. And the 2020 so, season. Right. So I don't really think it's anything to say six games, that's enough. Yeah. Um, I thought it would be at least a year. And then that would be that. Uh, Cleveland would be on the hook for him anyway. Uh, they would have to pay for him anyway. Um, he should get it. He should be fined. There is, you know, there is a there is an opportunity here for there's appeal. Yes. And hopefully out of that, it turns into a year. I mean, it, I mean, it, I mean, it should be a year suspension. But stranger things mean, have happened. What uh, what doesn't make sense to me is how he's only right now as it stands, it's a six game suspension. Yet Calvin Ridley right. goes for a there year. There you go. Like better yet, how about this? How about Ray Rice being indefinitely out of the league? Yeah. For what he did. So I'm just saying I'm just trying to figure out where's the way up. Calvin Ridley. Well, well Calvin Ridley, for example, bet on bet on football. Yes. He's been spending for the whole year. So I don't So you know, really can see where the up. you can see where the NFL's priorities lie well, in this situation. And that's all I'm gonna say on but that. But this is about the players you use. Yes. So I mean it's you know the, he, look, Deshaun Watson has a right as a player to be represented by a by a union. To be able to make a decision now, he does, but this isn't about the union right now. This isn't about him being impeded as a player. This is his actions off of the course, field. But but he should. I agree. The the sentence, the the actual penalty, should be at least a year. He should be suspended fine. for a year. But let's yes. see what happens out of that. He'll probably most likely get a twelve game suspension. Most Who likely. Knows? Uh, uh, you can. Uh, I'll do this one. Yes. Pelicans include a weight clause in Zion's contract. Is this okay? I think it is. I mean, look, I mean, look. The issue for the issue for this is similar. It's just something in the contract. Obviously, he's got to maintain a certain level of, of percentage of you know body fat or whatever. Yes. I mean, Zion has not played much, and we know that he's not a small. He's not a small kid. He's a big boy, and so. Yeah. He's also just come off major foot surgery. Yes. So to me, I don't need to be a physicist to think the more the more you weigh, the more weight it is on the foot. It's got a surgically repaired foot. Yeah. So I think if that can keep Zion on the court by maintaining a certain level of weight, because mm-hmm. he's going to be jumping up and down. You know, he's an explosive guy, but he's had like a plate or a pin or whatever running through his foot. Yeah. That can't be great. Yeah. For me, um. All it says to me is that the Pelicans are saying are just saying the quiet part out loud, and I don't think it's a necessarily bad thing. For there's been franchises in all sports leagues who have required their athletes to be at a certain um, to be at or in in any sports um, sport they've required their athletes to be at a certain physical condition. So this doesn't really say that much to me. They're they're just saying the quiet part out loud. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. They're just saying the quiet part out loud because quiet Zion, part out loud. Yes. Are they saying the quiet part out loud? Just checking with you. You're funny. Just um, checking. But, I mean, said it well, twice already. They're just doing that. They're just included. <laughs> they're in, just saying the quiet part out loud. They include. <laughs> they included the clause in the contract <laughs> because uh, because yeah. it's Zion. He's right. he's a big dude, and the way he plays puts stress on his body. And look, I. I don't. I think it, it. I don't see it being a bad thing. I really don't because at the end of the day, me neither. I agree with he you. He hasn't played. He hasn't yeah. played most of the season. I got and, the next one. And they want to protect their asset. Let's go next yes. for me. Okay, what is the overall legacy of the late great Bill Russell? Uh, it's simple. He's 
in my opinion, the greatest winner in NBA history. Um, I think I feel like in the past couple of years, I've seen a lot of people disrespect Bill Russell and his legacy and what he's left on this game. Uh, I did see the news uh, come over Twitter, and I was like, and I checked it. It was verified. You told me about it. Yeah, I didn't. It was um, he passed away from natural causes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the greatest winner in NBA history. Eleven championships. Two of them as a player, coach, the first African-American coach in the league. Mm-hmm. A trailblazer, a legend, a pioneer, mm-hmm. one of the greatest players in NBA history. And in my opinion, he's most likely, and if not the, he's top two, if not the best defensive player in NBA history. Okay, so for me, it's, 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 it's that having, you know, I mean, I don't think... For starters, they'll ever be that kind of dominant team like the Celtics were at that time. I no. don't think they'll ever be no, a dominant no, no, no. team like that in any sport, period. No. Mark that down. Yeah. I'm looking at more of the legacy around civil rights. Mm-hmm. Like the things like I've read about him. You know, he led a walk out of black Boston Celtics Hawks players in 1961 after black Celtics players were refused service in the Kentucky Motel. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was part of an NBA lineup, start five players in 1964. And the amount of you stuff know, he had to deal with in Boston as a player, as a player Boston. during that time, where civil rights weren't even the thing. So, and this I mean, was during Jim Crow. Yes, this is before civil rights. The civil rights bill even got passed into 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 action. Yeah. So for me, it's about what he did. So you know, guys like Draymond Green can come on his podcast and talk and 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 be and have an opinion and, and be recognized and paid attention to. You can thank Bill Bill Russell for that. He paved the way. He paved yep. the way. Period. And Michael yep. Jordan and, and and Adam Silver has has considered the idea of every team to retire the number six in all. And I think I think that's a great. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a fantastic idea. I think they should do that. Um, did Brittany Griner deserve the sentence handed down? Now, uh, there's been developments around Brittany Griner, w, WNBA star. Uh-huh. Um. Phoenix Mercury, big, big girl. Uh, she went to Russia to go and play. Uh, she either, and this is being delib- this was deliberated in a Russian court and surrounding the stuff with Russia and Ukraine. It's looked a bit a bit sketchy. Mm-hmm. Did she knowingly have? She had uh, cannabis and vape pods in her um, in her luggage. Mm-hmm. Did she knowingly have them or not? Uh, that's what's being decided. But today, she was uh, she was found guilty and sentenced to to nine year, nine or nine and a half years around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, did she deserve that? Uh, because I think honestly, this case reeks of suspicion to me around mm-hmm. Russia and what they're trying to do here. If there was any other time between a conflict. War in conflict at the moment. Yes, this would be a non-issue. Yeah, because Brittany Griner would get a get a slap on her wrist and would be sent home. Yeah, but because of the situation at hand, it was a bad time. Now I'm I don't know Brittany Brittany Griner from a hole in the wall. Yes. However, I would think a little bit of judgment in play as to what where you're going and what you're doing. Yeah, you're carrying around cannabis. Now, reportedly, they Russia's allowed people coming in to, to with cannabis if it's for medical use and they have a prescription for its use. Yeah. But to me, I can't speak on what happened now. 
The judgment's been handed down. I think it's just sort of waiting now to see what deal can be made because reportedly there'll be a, a, a prisoner swap or what have you. In my opinion, know. in my opinion, I th this whole case in Russia it reeks of just a political stunt by by Ru the Russian state and the Kremlin to get eyes off of what's happening in Ukraine. And that's not happening. Um, I just think that it's really, um, it's really poor optics. And I think once, if, if, when and if she gets home, I think her case should be reheard. Because I think nine, I think nine, nine and a half years is a bit, a, a bit much for, for something like that. I, Russia had their own laws surrounding that. Right. What, they what have laws. you? What have right. you? Right. And yes. so you don't go into a country with anything like that. But here's so the... I don't, I mean, if she can say, and if the idea is to say, well, I didn't know how it got there. I mean, she admitted the fact that she had it on her. It was hers. It was yes. hers. So she didn't say it was somebody else's. It was her. So, they belonged to right. her. Right. So, but uh, did know. she knowingly do that? I don't think she did because she's played in Russia before. I don't know. I'm not there. Yeah, we we don't so know. I'm, I'm, I'm we we don't know. But a lot of these, uh, a lot of this is really, it's not sitting right with me. I think there's something wrong. Well, here. the timing of, like I said, the timing of it. Yeah, if this was if this was before the war started. This is not an issue. I think there's something wrong here. I'm okay, sorry. Next one. Yep. Now we've had the baseball trades. Yep. Huge. So which teams? Massive which trades. Which baseball teams do you believe upgraded? Well, it's obviously the Padres. They are the big winners. They oh. basically emptied out the last of their amazing prospects to get Juan Soto Love it. and Josh Bell. I like it. Two of the biggest trade chips on Josh the market. Bell, not Josh yeah, Bell. Josh, Josh Bell. Hader. Uh, and Josh Hader and Josh Bell. Josh Bell. They got Josh yeah, Bell yeah, in yeah, that yeah, Juan yeah, Soto yeah, trade. Yeah, 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 and they right, also yeah. got Hader as well. You're right. So they upgraded massively. Um, Juan, when Juan Soto's name was being thrown around, different teams. Uh, the Yankees were obviously in there. The Dodgers were in there. The Mets were in the mix, yep. but the they Padres emptied out. More. And when you had when you have a a guy who's on the trajectory of going to Cooperstown, you give the vault to okay. him. So I, I'm agreeing with you that one. Yeah, obviously the Padres. The Padres had exactly what the Nationals wanted, which was prospects. Prospects. Give us all your prospects, and the Padres are all in. Yeah. And oh yeah, this is the key here. Uh, you know, Juan Soto turned all that, down all that money with the Nationals. Okay, yeah. at least for the Padres. Well, that was a rebuilding team. But for the Padres, you got the next three seasons with him without having Under to control. worry about. Yep. So when three seasons are up, then you'll be worried. Yeah. But right now, you have him for three seasons. So when uh, and they also got Hosmer's contract off the books, right? So when you know Fernando Tatis comes back and hopefully healthy, now you're talking. Now you're talking about a team that's 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 putting all the chips on the table, saying. We're here. We're in the mix too. Yeah. So we'll see how that works. For the other teams. For so, so I want to speak on the hater trade real quickly. For Milwaukee, I think it was a lot of people were sort of slamming the trade as soon as it got announced. I don't think it was a bad move. <coughs> oh, bad. I don't think it was a bad move baseball wise. Uh -huh. Hater hasn't really been the same uh, over the past one or two seasons. Mm -hmm. uh, over the past month, he's been pretty bad. He's he. He's uh he's had an he's had a really bad ERA. He's gotten smoked every time he's gone in. Okay. And they got back some good pieces for Hader. They got a good return. They got Lamette. Okay. And they also 
And they also got uh, Taylor Rock, uh, Taylor Rogers. Okay, okay, okay. So, so look. Outside of that, some other teams made moves. Yep. The Yankees made moves and got some A's. They got Benintendi before the deadline. Benintendi before the deadline. Let's yep. see if he gets they, vaccinated before he they, goes to Toronto. I think they also got uh, Montas, Fra- Frankie Montas. Frankie Montas. That's Montas. A, a big thing for the Yankees was um, their their starting pitching outside of Cole and yeah. Sir Anthony Dominguez, yeah, 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 yeah. and they addressed that. They yeah. gave up some. They didn't give up massive prospects, but they gave up some. Some good enough prospects for yeah. the for the A's to bite on it. Yeah. Um, another team to make a trade, I think Castillo got traded as well. Uh, Castillo got Luis Castillo yeah, yeah, got yeah, traded yeah, to the yeah. to the to the Mariners. Yeah, Mariners uh, yeah. They gave up a really good prospect in Noel Noel Marte, yeah. but I think the Mariners have realized they're entering a window and they're looking to capitalize. So on out of when the dust settled, were you surprised that the the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim decided to keep Shohei Otani. I wasn't surprised at all. They're going to Audie Moreno's like my lovely little toy. They're going to keep. He's filling my. He's filling my ticket price. They're going to keep kicking the can down the road before they waste Trout. And if they decide to keep him, waste Otani as well. well he's on one more year. Yeah. That's it. After next season, he's a free agent. It's scary because he could well go back to Japan. Mm. He could well say, you know what. I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm going back home. And it, it sucks because I love Otani and he's being wasted. Like, why do you think... And they traded away... Um, they traded away uh, Syndergaard yeah, for basically nothing. Oh, well. A one-year pitch, well, pitching well. project, which, they, which the Angels have loved doing over the past decade. Mm-hmm. Like, this is your issue with the Angels. They, Artie Moreno will never invest... Enough because he doesn't want to touch the luxury tax. Their biggest issue has always been pitching. Mm-hmm. They he never wants to put money into the pitching. But if it's a high profile hitter, sign him up. Okay, Arnie Mo- Moreno. Yep, you're moving. being warned again. All right, moving on. Okay, I got. I think I got this one. Yeah, oh, you got this one actually. Yes, Edwin Diaz worth every cent for the Mets. Somebody needs to eat some hat. Yes, I have a hat prepared now on a plate. I have. I'll yeah. have a fork and, and, uh, and I'll, I'll scarf it. How many game, How many shows have we had where you and lose? Diaz. And I will scarf. lose Diaz. I will scarf it down Whoa. with glee Whoa. because back to look. I was scarred from that 2019 season. <laughs> I was scarred, and from there he's progressed. He's gotten better. 2020, 2021, he was inconsistent, but this year he's become consistent. And the best closer in okay. the game. So here are the numbers. So this is 13 appearances, right? Eight saves, eight chances, 45 batters faced, zero runs, 30, 30 strikeouts, one walk, opponents batting a buck. No, not a buck. 70, 70 cents. You don't, that's it. You don't need fancy analytics to tell you that that's an amazing line. Right. He so, is, without doubt, the best closer in the game right so now. So an important series this weekend because the Mets just won the first game against the Braves. I think it was a doubleheader, wasn't it? Was it? A doubleheader. They won one. both. Right, they won yes. both. So they so got three more. Very important they're series. Four, they're four and a half games ahead of the, right. the Braves they now. They got three, they've got three more games. Right, but they're going to face them in total six more times. Yeah. So that's very important it's to huge. add that lead. It's huge. Huge. Again. He's a free agent this offseason as right. well. Pay him. 
Pay him whatever he wants. Hang on. Pay him whatever he wants. What? Pay him whatever he wants. Whoa. Give him the, the vote. Same guy who was just like Steve. I cannot believe it Steve, happened. Steve, give, give him Cohen. whatever he wants. Cohen, if you're listening, give it. Just Indian. give him the vault because give him the vault. He, he deserves it. Like holy cow, he has been absolutely fantastic uh, so far. He's been great. Um, I think he's he's. The biggest problem for him in 2019 and 20 was his control. Okay, well, he's got control And now. he's fixed it. Yeah. He's fixed his mechanics. Uh-huh. And he, he's back to his Mariners form. And I couldn't be happier. Okay. Next All one. Right, I got moving the next on. One. Yes. Okay. Um, Lamar Jackson has decided to represent himself with contract negotiations. Is this wise? I think it... I don't think it's too bad, you know. Because you have agents... Who do try to um, to change uh, to negotiate and sort of uh, because let's let's be very clear agent the agent is representing the player because the player is their client okay. they're trying to get money out of out of their player as well they get a nice little cut for themselves as well that's a job yes okay. but but I think if Lamar if Lamar knows what he's what he's reading and is getting some uh, some outside advice that that isn't an agent i think he could represent himself well enough to get a good extension and an advantageous extension for himself i think it's not bad i disagree wow i just disagree i think you're you are as 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 a player as an nfl player who's set to make a lot of money um you should have an agent because the agent can do all the, the hard lifting. Right now, Lamar Jackson should actually have a contract rather than Baltimore playing this stupid game. They're playing a silly game. Um, they should actually just sign him now and get on with the season rather mm-hmm. than have this hang around. And that's where the agent can come in. The mm-hmm. agent can be the one to do all the heavy lifting. So I don't think it's a good idea. And I think it'll if he's representing himself... It's just another distraction. Yeah. But he needs to focus on the season at hand. And there's, look, I mean, Lamar Jackson is a fantastic quarterback. Yeah. But. He's there's always a, a but. Pastor. There's always a but. You know, come playoffs, suddenly he disappears. And he's also regressed as a passer. And so, at this point, you don't need to be representing yourself. I believe it's a major distraction. That's what the agent's for. Let yeah. the agent do the hard work. Call the. Call the front office of the Ravens. Be like, this is my client. This is what he's he's worth. Let him do the work. Yeah, he gets a piece of the pie. But the best agents out there, that's what they do. Yeah. That's their job. So I, I really think it's a bad idea. All right, moving on. NHL free agency. I know you're not a big whoa, fan of hockey. Whoa. but Wake me up when you've stopped talking. This... Oh, sorry. No, this, uh, this offseason has been massive. So the big piece was Johnny Hockey. Johnny Gadrio left after Calgary lost in the playoffs against their older brother, Edmonton. It was believed Johnny was gone. And he goes to Columbus. He goes to the Columbus Blue Jackets. A lot of money. Seven years at a cap hit of $9.75 million a year. Enjoy Columbus. Not going anywhere. That's lavish. Not going anywhere in the playoffs. That's Columbus. That's they've got some pieces. They've got they've got Zacharinsky. They've got Elvis. They've got some pieces. Um, the second big piece was Vinny Trocheck, who the Rangers picked up, seven years at five point six. 
Andre Palat, after his amazing couple of years with the with the Lightning, goes to yep. the Devils yes. for six years at uh, no for five years at six million, and one of the bit bigger contracts was five was, years at six million. Sure, yeah, that? Uh, five okay. years at six million okay. per. Okay. Uh, that's big money that's in cool. the that's NHL. Cool. That's big money okay. in the okay. NHL. Okay. Then one of the bigger pieces, the Cup winner Andre Burakovsky, goes to Seattle. Goes to the Kraken, Kraken. for. $5.5 million for a year for five years, okay. and then the big trade. Calgary uh, were looking to uh, reshape their core that had been underachieving. Yeah. They did in a big way. They traded Matthew Kachuk to the Florida Panthers for Jonathan Hubido and Mackenzie Weger okay. and a first-round pick and a prospect. Right. And they immediately extended... Uh, Huberto for $10.5 million a year for eight years. Okay. This so, has been a massive offseason. So this tells me everything you need to know that it's very hard to get consistency with hockey teams. Yes. Because now, like even the goalie for the, the Avalanche is no longer there either. Yeah, Darcy Kemper, he, he, he went. He contract. Yep. So, he again, left. you know, this is, what, this is what NHL's turned into. Lots of contracts, lots of big money, and guys going to teams that May not improve their chances, but those teams lose. Palat was a major piece on that Lightning team. Gone. So Burakovsky, Burakovsky was... Without Burakovsky, the, the Avs don't win that cup. And he's gone. Kemper, so, without him, they don't win that cup. He's right. gone. So, but you know, this is what but play, players are cashing in because of deep runs. Yeah. And also, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Nick Paul, after an amazing playoffs... Gets an extension with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Seven years at $3 million per. I think it's a steal. Okay. A couple, let's just put, I'm put some happy birthdays out there. Yep. Happy birthday to Dak Prescott, belated, 29 years old. Mm-hmm. Entering really the prime now. And, you know, he's the quarterback for Dallas. He's entering, I think, it's the sixth season with, as a starting quarterback with Dallas. Yeah. You know, no pressure. No yeah. whatsoever. Oh, if you're no. Mike McCarthy, you're waking up going, no pressure whatsoever. Sean, Sean, you know, Sean Payton breathing on my neck. So and also, and also, Dax also constantly got Skip Bayless breathing down his neck well, to perform. Yeah. Well, okay, no so, matter what, right? So, I mean, good luck to you. I, and, and I don't think that, I, I think people are trying to put Dallas up there to Super Bowl. I don't think so. I think I'm happy to I'm happy to play that that Stephen Stephen Angel for the season. So. The, he, here's the three clowns you got to fire: fire McCarthy, mm-hmm. fire uh, your fire your offensive. As far as, fire, as you're concerned, fire everybody. Fire your offensive genius uh, genius known as I forgot whatever his name was that run the stupid plays in the wild card game, uh-huh. and fire Stephen Jones because that that triumvirate is yeah, is, is ruined. Jones. Actually, the owner happens to be this happens to be his father. I, I don't actually, so. you know what? Keep him around. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay. As rival fans, we love to see Dallas swarm. Yeah, I love. It. I hate Dallas. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Happy belated birthday to Madison Bumgarner, former MVP of the World Series. Thirty three. Back, back when the Giants were a good team. This is my favorite um, little call out after the Victor Robles home run the other day. Madison just put it out there. He's a clown. Golly. He hates so, he hates people celebrating off of well, home runs. He had the little beef with uh 
uh, what was his name? The the Dodgers got the Dodgers player Puig. Puig, yes. The uh, you know, look, I mean, Madison Bumgarner is a you know a get off my lawn kind of. He, yeah, guy. he's a he's a boomer. So look, you know, he's he was a great. Picture on the Giants, and now is it, I thought he, he fell was, off a little I bit. I thought he would have been traded because he's on a horrible team. But you know, happy birthday, good. Well, luck he hasn't you. really been good over the past couple well, seasons either. And happy birthday to the goat, Tom Brady, 40, forty-five, or in more is, cases, has been thirty-five. And this reduced ten years. This stuff. This is still hasn't ended. Still going. It's still going. Alive forty-five. Allow so, this. Allow no. this. This tyranny to end. I don't think that's ever going to happen. To put this into perspective, I remember watching the the um to, the Super Bowl in 2012 with you when the Giants were playing the Patriots. Yes. Tom, that was 2012. Ten years ago, Tom Brady was what, 35 at the time. Mm-hmm. This has been going on. He was 35. He was 35. 34, yes. 35. This has been going on for so long. Yes. A and decade of my life, and he's still been dominating. Okay. And, and lastly, lastly, a passing of one of the great play-by-play announcers for the Dodgers. Yeah. And also with the Angels. Or, I mean, no, the yeah, Angels early on in the career. Vin Scully. Vin Scully. Vin Scully. This is a tough, this is an eve. It's, it's, it's been a bad week in sports. We lost Bill Russell, and we lose Vin Scully. Two absolute legends. 94 years old at this time of his death. Yeah. Started at 25. So I think you'd be aspiring to be someone like Vince Scully. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a classic one from the 1986 World Series. I know exactly what clip you're playing. Behind the bag with Buckner. And you watch 14 the- years old. Up in the attic of my house in New York City. Jumping up and down. Could not believe it. Uh, you know, just a great play-by-play announcer. It was just so relaxed. You just were so engaged. And, you know, say la vie. Yeah, it's, it's, t- it's a tough one. He was, uh, admittedly, he was around in my generation, but he was a bit before my generation. Yeah, he was. But he was, but watching, listening to his highlights, listening to him announce. That's what YouTube for. Listen to uh, him. Him and Joe Garrett. Announced. Fantastic. He was an, he, he was an incredible announcer. Uh, especially for that big moment. But that's our show for this week. If you come from TikTok, welcome. welcome. We do this thing one or two times a week, but yeah, mostly once. once a week. Yeah, mostly once. Next week, we'll have NFL preseason. We already have, uh, we already have it going on. I'm but, not watching it. But f- football is coming back. We'll it's have some back. training camp news. Yeah. We'll, we'll, maybe. Maybe. Everyone's looking at it with a microscope right now, so maybe we'll look at it, too. Yeah, maybe not. Have some more baseball news. Yes. Uh, as the playoff push keeps going, we're moving into August, and we're moving into September. This is where it gets interesting the next two months. Mm-hmm. But thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.